You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rams Nation, how's it going? Welcome back to another episode here. I am your boy, your host, Sosa Cremendias. I'm a fantasy analyst at Pro Football Focus and your host here at the Locked on Rams podcast, your number one daily podcast covering the Los Angeles Rams and also a part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Before we dive into today's episode, I just wanted to remind you guys that NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked on's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Now it's time for another episode here at the Locked On Rams pod. You guys know how we do Wednesdays every single week. I got my guy, former host Brad Motter on the other line. Brad, my man, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing awesome. Excited to talk some cool Rams uh, update stories and all the stuff that you have planned for us today. Always a good time when I come on and chat with you for our Wednesday edition of Lockdown Rams. Yeah, you know, this is uh, no bias here, but it's my favorite episode every week, man. I feel like we're just at a bar. You're on one end of the table. I'm on the other. We got beers and we're just talking. You know, well, and, I do have a beer. So I, recording. I always feel, you know, I'm always cracking my beer. We were just talking about the weather over here. It's warm here today. So it's like. My perfect grab a beer, have a chat. Uh, so, yeah, I'm with you, man. It feels like we're at the bar doing this. And maybe one of these days we can find a location. We can both get together, cheer some beers on the air and uh, do one of these live because there's a different element when me and James used to do it in person. It was just so fun kind of being able to be right there in person. But, hey, man, this is the next best thing. And I'm just glad to be here and glad you're still giving me this outlet to talk to the people about Rams football. Of course, man. Yeah. One day we'll get that live thing going and uh, we can build off each other's energy in live person. But uh, today's episode, like they always are, is going to be a good one. In this first segment, we're going to dive into players. And, you know, I got one. Maybe we'll discuss a couple, but players that were generally just very excited to watch this season, not necessarily, you know, some sort of breakout star or the best or most important player, but guys that were just generally excited to watch, you know, pseudo for the Rams, whether that's the first time or a player that's finally coming back from injury, whatever the case is, that's going to be the first segment. Second segment, we're going to continue with our in-depth schedule breakdown series, dive into week two, who the Rams have, you know, what the opponent looks like. And I'm sure you guys know it is the Indianapolis Colts. So we'll dive into that. And then in the final segment, some interesting news about the uniforms. I know a lot of you guys have been badgering me and especially Kevin Demoff. I, he just mentioned it, actually, uh, that a lot of you guys have been badgering him as well <laughs> to find out when these new uniforms are going to drop. So we got a you know sort of a time frame when they are going to drop. We'll dive into that into the final segment. But uh, we're going to begin here. My man, Brad, I'll let you go first. I uh, mentioned who I was going to pick for this segment. I haven't heard who you're going to pick, so I'm kind of excited to hear. But whether it's offense or defense, you know, or multiple players, doesn't really matter who's one guy or a couple of guys that you're just generally excited to watch, you know, suit up for the Rams this season. Yeah. There's a lot of exciting guys, you know, coming up for the Rams and really like, what are they going to do to kind of either build off their last year or kind of take a step up from last year? A few rookies that on the defense side of the ball, that didn't get a ton of action that you're kind of hoping for a big year. Darius Williams kind of, came onto the map last year. Really excited to see what he's going to do. Actually, I, I noticed you were talking about Jalen Ramsey switching the number. He's going 
with five and Darius Williams is 11. That's my birthday, 5'11". So I love that combination. I put it together when you were talking about it. And I'm like, I love that. But there's so many unique players. I'm going to actually go on the other side of the ball. We do give a lot of attention to offense, but there's so many fun things happening over there. And the thing that I'm really excited about, maybe because he's also on my fantasy and I'm thinking about in, in a keeper league keeping this guy, um, is Cam Akers, man. And, and we just saw a little splash of what he could do right he played in 13 games but didn't really feel like he played in 13 games he was injured early on they kind of were seemed to be managing his workload kind of getting back from the injury and then he just had a couple really explosive games ended up with two touchdowns which you know I think we'll look back a year from now uh when we're you know reviewing some of his stats again and see that his potential for touchdowns yards care all that stuff is really just I mean, sky's the limit, right? And I'm just so excited to see him have that ownership of the backfield kind of coming into it. Because last year it was even like, I mean, we still have a little bit of how this is going to be split up. What are we thinking? But I feel like last year I gave a lot more love to uh, Hendo and what what his opportunity for getting some carries. And I really feel like this is Cam Akers' show to have. And he, and he really finished strong, even in like playoff football. I think you highlighted his numbers the other day um, and how he closed the season in the playoffs. So I'm stoked and just ecstatic to see what that ground game is going to be like because you think back to those really fun early Rams LA Rams offenses and it was Todd Gurley really managing that workload and being that that workhorse there in the backfield and really opened up everything else for guys like you highlighted yesterday Cooper Cup and Robert Woods being able to get open it's just going to be a really good friend to Matt Stafford uh, to be able to build that run game and really our offensive line to kind of hopefully open up some play action make you know, protecting uh, Stafford a little bit easier. So there's a lot of, I mean, I'm putting a lot of potential on this guy this year, a lot of expectations on what he can do, but I think he's definitely a guy that can be a, you know, 1200 yard back, a 10 plus touchdown guy. And really a reason why I'm looking at him on my team, uh, you know, talking some fantasy value here is going, I think I want to make him my keeper. I only think I have to give up like a fourth round pick to do it. Uh, It seems like a a no brainer to have a guy that's going to be in this powerful offense, maybe a top 10 offense, and can really get it going. So I think for me, it's is seeing if he is believing my hype for him. Is it real or not this year? We'll find out because he's going to get the opportunity. If he can stay healthy, he could be one of those really young backs that can kind of take that next step and kind of putting himself in the conversation. Again, going back to fantasy world is, you know, making a really good case for maybe the following year being kind of one of those top five, top seven type of picks uh, in fantasy football. So Cam Akers has got to be my pick. I'm super excited to see. What did we see at the end of the year? Is this something he can expand over 16 or 17, I guess? Yeah, yeah. even one more chance to you know go further. And you know what's weird is lately, I feel like a lot of people have started to get on that Cam Akers train, specifically in the fantasy football space, because you know that's half of my job here. And so I've seen a lot of people come around to the idea that, you know, this guy is probably the number one running back in the sophomore class. And if you guys recall... You know, last year's rookie running back group was unreal. We're talking Jonathan Taylor and, you know, J.K. Dobbins and all these other players, Antonio Gibson, Cam Akers, obviously. And a lot of people are starting to buy into Cam Akers as that top guy. And so I agree. I do think he's the man. I do think he's going to put up some crazy numbers. But, you know, I'm going outside of the running back room. I am staying, you know, on offense as well. And it's going to be a veteran guy. The 34, 35-year-old Deshaun Jackson. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I think back to that offense last year. And they just weren't great. You know, there was a lot of issues. The quarterback play was subpar. Offensive line was okay. The running backs, a couple of injuries and things like that. 
the receivers, they were solid, but nobody really to create those massive explosive plays. But the Rams have finally found a guy, the guy really, you know, over the last decade in the NFL, the guy that was the premier deep threat. And you look back to his time in Washington when he was with Sean McVay, you know, I get that it was a long time ago, 2014 through 2016, but the numbers he was putting up were crazy. I mean, 2014, 1,169 yards, 20.9 yards per catch, 20 yards every time he caught the football. That is just insane. You look at the year after 2015, only plays in nine games, so he only had 528 yards receiving, but 17.6 yards per catch. And then the final season in Washington, 1,000 yards, 1,005 to be exact, 17.9 yards per catch. This is a guy who's going to create big plays if he's on the field. I don't care what his age is. I don't care what his role is, how many times he sees the football, whatever the case is, as long as he is on the field, this is a guy who can create big plays for you. And we're talking, you know, 60 yard touchdowns or 40 yard receptions or whatever the case is. You even look back to last year, he had like barely any time on the field, five games played, and he had a nice, basically an 80 yard touchdown with Jalen Hurts on one of those plays. And it was like, Man, this guy still has it. I know that he's not the same player that he was 10 years ago when he was, you know, 22 years old, but this is still a guy who can create a lot of big plays. And I really do think that the Rams are going to give him probably a lot more run than a lot of people expect. And so, you know, I'm just so excited to see what Matthew Stafford is going to be able to uncork here. We're talking, you know, a quarterback with limitless potential and then, you know, a receiver who, has done it all. And then that doesn't even explain, you know, all the other guys on the offensive side of the ball that I think are going to be productive. But that is the guy that I'm most excited about. I think he's going to bring a new and different dynamic to the offense that we haven't really seen, especially going back to last year, probably not since 2018, healthy Brandon Cook. So it's been a while. I think a lot of fans are excited to see what he's going to bring to the table. And that's my guy. But that does take us into the second segment. And we're going to dive into our schedule breakdown series here, taking a look at the Rams week two game against the Indianapolis Colts. And while we've got you, come connect with us on Twitter for all the coverage you need on the Los Angeles Rams. You can find us at QB's MEP at LA underscore Rambling Bear and at Locked on Rams. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help even more with a Credit Karma money spend account. You can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money has already given away over $3 million in instant karma to over 50,000 Credit Karma members and counting. Right now, visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com slash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning instant karma. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. Welcome back to the second segment of this Wednesday episode special with your host here, Sosa, and my guy, Brad, on the other line. And I did tease what we're going to talk about in this segment. We're going to continue along with our in-depth schedule breakdown series here. And this is now on to week two. Brad, you know, we talked about week one last week, the Rams, the Bears. It's going to be a very fun game. But now it's week two. You know, we're on to the first road game for the Rams on their schedule. Week one, they do open up at home on Sunday night football against the Chicago Bears. Week two, they're going to be traveling to the Indianapolis Colts to play, you know, a very interesting team. It's going to be a bit of a different team, sort of like the Rams are. The Rams have a new quarterback, obviously, in Matthew Stafford, but they're not the only team in that game, you know, that's going to have a new quarterback. It's going to be the Indianapolis Colts with now, you know, the added player in Carson Wentz, who we have no idea what he's going to look like. You look back to last year, 
it was pretty much a nightmare-ish scenario for him and probably the Eagles and really everyone involved in that organization. Now he's going back to a former offensive coordinator in Frank Reich who really unlocked the best seasons of his career. And then you're looking at just an entirely different team. I mean, the Rams and the Colts don't play often. You know, this is a very unfamiliar type of opponent. But one thing that I do think is very interesting is it's an early game in the season, right? So the Rams and on their offensive side of the ball, are they going to have that chemistry down with Stafford and his, you know, weapons and offensive linemen and coaching staff and all that stuff? Are they going to be able to gel in time? Maybe, maybe not. But then you look at the other side of the coin, the Colts have to go the, you know, same route. Is Carson Wentz going to be comfortable in his new spot, in his new city, with his new weapons and all this kind of stuff? I think it's very interesting to see. But uh, when you look at this game, Brad, what kind of thoughts do you have going through your mind here? Yeah, a couple things. Like, I first I peel back and just kind of look at the Colts schedule. They open the season versus the Seattle Seahawks, so it's kind of nice. Like, you're kind. It's weird to go rooting for a team in Week One because they're playing the Seahawks, and then Week Two, you're like, and now down with the ship, right? And uh, so it'll be. It's it, it's a tough start for them. They go Seahawks, Rams, at Tennessee, at Miami, at Baltimore to open up the first five games of the season. So they're looking at every game, especially versus our Rams, as like. I don't want to say must win right out the gate, but you don't want to start your season going 0-3 with Seattle, L.A., and Tennessee. So they're going to come out hot. They did a pretty good job in the draft. They added uh, two defensive ends, a guy I know that you were pretty high on. Uh, I think it was Payne that they drafted uh, in the, with their first pick, and they've done really well drafting over the last couple years with some of their players on the offensive side of the ball. Obviously, we talked about our own running back in the first segment. But Jonathan Taylor is another one of those young guys that only potentially will get better with time. He's got to come in and prove in his sophomore season. Michael Pittman Jr. And think of what they did last year, and that was with old man Phillip Rivers. And is it getting better? (laughs) We don't really know yet. You talked about Carson Wentz coming in, and it was like, you know, what we would usually think is like, oh, the Wentz golf rematch, but golf is gone, baby. Mm-hmm. And Wentz, you're about to get beat up by Matt Stafford in this offense. So, um, I, what I see here is just a really good defense with a unique quarterback change, who a quarterback who played god awful last year. And again, as we talked about, and you mentioned it kind of in that first game, um, and I don't know if you saw, but the Bears came out and kind of basically said that Andy Dalton most likely or not even most likely is the starter going forward and Mm -hmm. that they're going to find a plan for it. So, you know, the think about our schedule and looking at the toughness of it, I think we kind of land somewhere in the middle or higher um, or on the the harder side, maybe not top five toughest schedules, but um, our first two games are against quarterbacks that I don't have a lot of confidence in, which makes me feel really good, especially knowing that we had a top, you know, one defense last year and, and maybe not be that good again, you know, as far as rankings, but we still have a top five, top eight defense in my mind. So I love this matchup. It's up in, it's in Indianapolis, which for me, I think is only a five hour ish drive maybe uh, here from Tennessee. I could be totally wrong, but I think it's, it's drivable. So if, if you're out there and listening and you're going to the game, let me know. Cause I've been uh, kind of planting the seed for a long time about going to that game, but it should be a, it should be a great game. I think the Rams at that point get a chance uh, opportunity to play indoors Matt Stafford coming from playing in Detroit and playing indoors you talked about uh, Deshaun Jackson that first segment let him fly on the turf indoors let's throw the ball up a lot I really expect this thing to you know be a high scoring game again you know their defense is pretty good so it may uh, count against that but think back to 
you know, Rams in LA and, and their opening game there against the Indianapolis Colts and how that was uh, a 46 to nine game. I remember going to that game and by halftime, it was kind of like, where can we go around the Coliseum and take some cool pictures? Cause they're, <laughs> you know, they're out here uh, spanking the Colts and hopefully uh, it goes something similar to that. McVay continue to lay it on the Indianapolis Colts, but I think it's going to be a really good one. And for them, it's a tough stretch to open the season. And weirdly for us, two really good teams, if you look about it as a team aspect, but taking advantage of a quarterback opportunity, I think we've got two really good games to start the season where we can mark up some some early Ws because you know as it gets later in the season, you always want to stack on those Ws. We looked last year at a handful of games where it's like, man, that we let that one slip. And you know, late in the mm-hmm. year, that would have been really nice to have on the schedule. So or uh, you know, on the docket as a W. So I'm excited about this one, especially because it's local. But again, I still see the edge to the Rams just on you know overall defense, explosive offense, and an early matchup against a, a quarterback in a new system. Yeah, and I mostly agree. You know, and what's interesting about it is you know you talked about the Colts kind of going into this game, and it's so weird to say in week two, but almost being like a must-win type <laughs> right. of scenario. It's kind of similar for the Rams, right? You look at. Um, their first three games, they're not going to be easy. You got the Bears, the Colts, and then the Bucks. Those are three pretty good teams that could all make the playoffs, to be quite honest with you. So, you know, it's going to be a tough game for the Rams. It's going to be a tough opening three weeks for the Rams, tough opening month, I guess you can call it. But it's going to be so interesting to see, man. I have no idea what to expect out of the Colts here. New Same. quarterback. Like, I don't know how he's going to translate it. Is it going to be that Carson Wentz of 2018 when he was with Frank Reich? Or is it going to be, you know, last year? Or is it going to be the mix when he was in 2019? Or I have no idea what kind of mixed bag this guy's going to bring to the table. You know, they got a pretty good offensive line. You talked about Jonathan Taylor still being, you know, one of the most exciting running backs in the league. And their defense, for the most part, is relatively solid. But, man, this is a very unfamiliar opponent that it's just going to be hard to guess what's going to happen. I tend to think that... The Rams are probably, or not necessarily our favorite, but should be because I just think they're probably a little bit more talented and a little bit more, you know, well sewn together. I guess you can say most of what the Rams have has been very consistent and, and you know, carried over from year to year. Really, the only change or the massive change being the quarterback, which is sort of similar to what the Colts are doing. But I just think the Rams are a little bit more talented. It is going to be a very fun game. And I think we're going to get to learn who this Rams team and I guess even who this Colts team are very quickly into the season. You've got three good opponents, and if you can come out of that stretch, you know, 2-1 and one or 3-0 and oh, or looking very competitive in all your games, you're probably going to have a good shot to not only make the playoffs, but be one of those last players standing at the end of the year. And so um, this is definitely one of the more intriguing games, in my opinion, on this schedule because it's one of those games that, you know, if someone said, you know, here's 50 bucks, make a bet, I would have no idea which way to go versus, <laughs> you know, week one. I feel pretty good that the Rams are going to win. And I think it should be a decided win. This one, complete toss up in my opinion. I think it's yeah. very, very fun though. It's a good team. They were 11 and five last year, yeah. right? And again, not to like mm-hmm. knock Phil Rivers, but 11 and five with Phil Rivers, like a very old and one foot in retirement <laughs> Philip Rivers, right? And, yeah. and so to see what can Carson bring with the whole Frank Wright connection and how well they did it when they were together in Philly? Like there's a lot of questions and it's going to be one of those where you are, you're glued to the TV week one uh, to see what happens with the Seahawks and how the Seahawks can play them. And you hope that they start with a win so we can go in and bring them an L week two. But um, it's, it just, that's what's fun about football. And that's what I love about this series that we're doing is going week by week and just seeing how, 
you could build out the storyline so many different ways, especially within our division as we play a lot of the same teams. And and this is this is kind of a random one. Their defense is really good. So um, excited for this game. And uh, yeah, I'll meet you in Indy, Sosa. <laughs> you know, that's the plan. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> Can't guarantee anything. Hey, maybe the Rams will show up to that game wearing some new uniform combinations. I don't know. I can't say for sure. You know, I'm not the guy, the equipment manager that decides that, but that does lead us into our final topic here. The Los Angeles Rams COO Kevin Demoff has finally dropped a nugget, a tidbit of when the Rams are going to release their new uniform combination. And I'm sure you guys are going to want to hear about that. So dive into the final segment here after the break. And while we've got you, make sure to come back to us here tomorrow at the Lockdown Rams podcast. I'm going to have Underground Fantasy's Hayden Winks join me talk about the Rams in terms of their whole outlook as a fantasy football prospect going into this next season. Folks, are you having any car troubles? Do you ever go outside to find your car tires flat or your car won't even start? Well, you should absolutely check out rockauto.com for your service needs. They are a family-owned business and they've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years That's correct, two decades. We know there's no better time than right now to try and support family-owned businesses with the strange COVID stuff going on in our world. So if you can, I urge you to try and do that. If you're a person who likes to fix things yourself or a professional and you're looking for reliably low prices, you should check out Rock Auto. All you have to do is just go to their website and check out all their available parts. It's a never-ending list, and if your car needs it, they've probably got it. Amazing selections, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com and write locked on in their how did you hear about us so they know that we sent you the fitness industry is incredibly confusing and oversaturated with bs like to think that my word holds a little bit of weight as i have lost 155 pounds over the last two and a half years and throughout that process i looked for the best protein bar and found a company called the built bar this is by far the best i'm telling you guys their taste is incredible their texture is unlike any other protein bar they have many different flavors so you can really get to choose what you like the bars are also healthy they're low in calories low in sugar 19 grams of protein per bar high in fiber and they even work for you on a keto diet you even get a free cooler with your purchase while the supplies last all you have to do is just go to builtbar.com and use the promo code lock 15 and you'll get 15 percent off your next order all you have to do use the promo code lock 15 for 15 percent off at builtbar.com today on the lockdown today podcast the nets are down to one star can kevin durant carry them past the bucks get more of the sports news you need in less time with the lockdown today podcast Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the final segment and the segment that you guys, I bet, have all been waiting for. We're going to finally dive into some comments from COO Kevin Demoff. This was in a piece written by Jordan Rodrigue of The Athletic. If you guys have a subscription, I would suggest you go check it out. And I'm sure you probably have already read it. But um, I'm looking at it right now. And this is funny because as Brad and I started recording This literally popped up on the Twitter screen, you know, on my Twitter notifications right when we started recording. And I was like, okay, this is something we obviously have to talk about. This is what the fans want to know. Everybody's been asking this question for, you know, the better parts of a few months now is when are the Rams going to release this new uniform? We want to see it. We have no idea what to expect, especially after last year with the whole rebrand. Nobody expected bone colored uniforms and all these other things that they included. But uh, I'm looking at this article right now and basically Uh, I'm going to pull some quick quotes here and just read them to you guys. He said, our goal is before training camp. He cited a little known rule as to the reason for the delay. The NFL, he said, only allows alternate jerseys releases to be available for sale after July 1st. Unless you are debuting a completely new primary set of uniforms, NFL rules basically stipulate that it's post July 1. First and foremost, that's probably an unknown NFL uniform rule. 
There are multiple teams this year that are all waiting to present an alternate, a classic, a throwback, whatever you want to call it. Those are all coming post July 1. And so the window is kind of going to be between July 2nd all the way up until when players report to training camp, which is July 25th through the 28th. So somewhere in that little range there, a couple weeks. Kevin also said that is our goal. It could slide back if some issues present. I get asked every day on Twitter, when are they coming? And I think someone (laughs) actually has a countdown on a day-by-day basis. Unfortunately, it's still a little fluid. The new uniforms are coming. They can be worn up to three, two or three times, but we believe they can be worn up to three times this year. And we expect to have them certainly by the start of the season, but likely by training camp. Now, Brad, this is obviously some breaking news. I feel like if we could get this podcast out right now, the people would be going wild, but you guys are going to listen to this, I'm sure, in the morning or at some point. You know, you might have already read this article. Uh, it's very interesting to see, though. The Rams are coming back with another uniform. They teased this last year. They're coming out with another combination next year. Do you have any idea, any clue, any guess as to what we may be expecting here? Oh, man. I whew, get, Guessing mm-hmm. on Rams uniforms, I feel like I gave up a long time ago when I tried to <laughs> guess this whole rebrand, and I was way off. Um, from the logo to the colors to everything behind it and, and Nike's little fingerprint there within it. But um, I do like Kevin Demoff like, uh, actually addressing some of this and letting us know mm-hmm. because this is by far kind of traveling and being kind of paying attention to fan bases on stuff. This is by far the most in- interested fan base within uniforms that I could probably ever say and have the most opinions just because yes. of the uniqueness of – mixing in old franchise coming from st louis with probably no offense to anyone that was in st louis that actually liked those uniforms god awful colors and that whole era even though they you know won some really big meaningful games by the end of it those jerseys were pretty ugly by the time they were leaving st louis so i just like that he's got some transparency here because at least he he's understanding the crowd that he's dealing with his fan base here that just needs that tidbit one thing I will say is one shout out Jordan Rodriguez because I know she's a, a friend of the show and she comes on from time to time uh, for getting a, a nice little exclusive here with Kemba Demoff. But I think we're going to have to hit up the comment session and start and start tagging him here because I think he needs to be on Lockdown Rams and hear it from him uh, straight words from his mouth because uh, he needs some, some a little bit more explaining to do. Maybe it's after the, the release and he can talk to us a little bit about you know how they got there and what were some of the, the things that they put into it because the fans always want to know not so much what you're showing me but why you know why did you do that it's like mm-hmm. it's like our fan base is and and in no negative connotation here but like the classic like two three year old like where there's just in this that era of going why but why though why though and i feel like that is with the jerseys like because there's so many directions you could go and there's so many stories to be told so hearing the why behind a lot of this stuff would be really fun but um, man, I'm, I'm stoked to see it. They've got a, a bunch of awesome colors to work with and a, a bunch of different uh, patterns they could go. Do you have a favorite that you're looking for that you feel like they, they missed on an opportunity and it should be brought into the alternates? You know what's funny? You mentioned Kevin Demoff. I may as well break it here. Uh, I've been talking with him in the DMs Woo! and uh, we're, we're setting something up. All right. We're setting something up. Nothing is concrete just yet, but uh, it sounds like he will be joining the show uh, at some point prior to training camp. So maybe we'll get some breaking news. I don't know. You guys breaking have to listen news, every day, but breaking news yeah. in the breaking news segment is gotta be right. the best way to do it. So I appreciate that. So, and I'll kick it back to you with, with potentially yeah. him coming on. Like what it, where do you feel the opportunity is for the Rams with with a New Jersey? Man, I'm trying to guess too, and it's hard because I feel like 
you know, with this rebrand, they feel like they're going after that younger crowd, you know, those new LA fans that they're trying to scoop up now because they have the old heads like you and I in the bag. We're not going nowhere, but I feel like they're trying to identify with that new younger crowd of California, you know, natives and people in that area there that maybe didn't have an NFL team because, you know, there wasn't an NFL team there for a long time. But now that kind of leads me to believe, you know, they might go with something more modern, similar to like that bone style thing that they went with, where might be something just completely off, you know, the path. And I wouldn't be shocked to see something maybe more yellow based, a lot more yellow based or just a complete curveball, you know, like something black and yellow. Like I wouldn't be shocked at anything at this point, yeah. to be quite honest with you. It's just, and, and I think there's a lot on the table for them too. I think that's what, that's great. And I, I love you brought in that, the, the black edition. Cause I think that could be a really fun, especially on exclusive, like Monday night games, kind of mm-hmm. that blackout theme. You see that college is kind of do the blackout, the whiteout, the whatever. And uh, you could, you could see that very well with the yellow as well. But I think there's weird, I'll, I'll take a different approach from what you said is that they're, they are going at the younger generation, the people that didn't have a team in California. But there was so much pain point from the old heads about the traditional look that there is a mm-hmm. really big opportunity to say, hey, because they kind of went after that young generation with the full release. Maybe there's an right. opportunity to go back and go, ah, we were always thinking about you and here you are. Here goes your more uh, with some new you know, tweaks and features or however you want to call it. But here's that traditional style, colors, uh, horns on the shoulders, like all those things that people were kind of begging for. So there's an opportunity in many ways, right? Go after the young generation, keep going after that new rebrand and think of something fun like an all-black uni with yellow trim or going like, hey, old heads, thanks for staying with us. Here's your reward. So, so much they could do with it. And I'm sure... Once it's released, you know, you're going to get half the people telling you it was garbage and they can't believe it. And, you know, at the end of the day, just give us a winning football team. And I, I, I always said this, like playing your practice jerseys, I could care less. You, you bring a trophy home to L.A., that's what it's really about. But it would be fun to see them go out there, look pretty slick. And, and I'm excited to see what it is. I've never been like a jersey watch type of guy, like watching the, the <laughs> release. But, man, the Rams – have done a good job to be able to kind of like build that anticipation. And I always am paying attention because our fan base won't let us not pay attention. So I appreciate you guys. I, I may make jokes here and there, but you guys are just, you know, avid fans about this and it, it makes me gain some interest in it. Dude, I'm the exact same way. I, I'm strictly a football guy and whatever you wear is whatever you wear. It doesn't matter to me. Sure. I don't want it to be hideous either. You know, it's not nice on the eyes, but um Never really been all too interested in the Jersey stuff. I know you guys, the listeners, a lot of Rams fans, majority of Rams fans are dying to find out. So we obviously have to share it on this pod. Uh, And like you, the fans sort of, you know, they get me a little bit intrigued as well, because now they're kind of heightening my curiosity in terms of like, what's the team going to do? I don't know. And, you know, when I read that article and something that sticks in the back of my mind there while I was reading Kevin Demoff saying, you know, we can wear these uniform, this set, I guess, Two times, but potentially three times, I guess they're still trying to find out the um, actual rules there and and if there's any loophole there or something. But if you're going to only wear this two times or three times, that kind of dictates or, you know, sends me a message that they might be going some completely random black and yellow or like something that we're not expecting. So to me, it's like, hell, you may as well just make it fun. You know, we know what the classic uniforms are. You always got those in your back closet, I guess, or whatever. You can always pull them out whenever you need to. But if you're going to debut these things and you're going to try to make more sales and, you know, continue this rebrand and just wear them once or twice or three times in a season for fun, 
hell, you know, just go all the way. Give us something completely random. Yes. I, that's kind of where I'm at. All yellow or, you know, black and yellow, something fun. Uh, I know it's going to be weird. It's not going to be very, you know, direct with what the team has been over the past few years, but, or even, you know, the past two decades, but maybe that's a good thing because at the end of the day, you know, the Rams had a lot of dark days from 2008 <laughs> through 2016. And I think you want to kind of put that behind you at this point and that, um, it's going to be very interesting to see, but now you guys have an actual date to look forward to should be about, you know, anywhere between three weeks to six weeks, I guess, until we finally get some information or a actual look at what this new uniform is going to be. And that does do it for our episode here at the locked on Rams podcast, the Wednesday episode, as always, my man, Brad, I appreciate you for hopping on. Can't wait for next week and listeners. Thank you guys. As always, I appreciate you for listening to another episode here. Make sure to check back tomorrow when we get underdog fantasies. Hayden winks to break down the Los Angeles Rams offense as fantasy football options in the 2021 NFL season. And just a reminder, you can come connect with us on Twitter at QB's MEP at LA underscore rambling bear and at locked on Rams. Please subscribe or follow to get our latest episodes, content, breaking news, and a whole lot more.